Ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Rocky Unscripted, where we talk about faith when Sunday is over. I didn't give you a chance to, to say it, Amanda. What's going on? We've already done that a couple times. You can ask Sean if he knows what the tag is. I just said it. Matt Cody does not know what our tagline is for this podcast. We've been doing this for about a year. He's been on about 50 episodes. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know what it's called. The, the podcast, period, what it's called. Rocky Unscripted, man. No, I'm talking this. about Matt Cody. Come on. I'm what's, talking about Matt Cody. What's the tag? We're... F- <laughs> <laughs> Where faith meets friends and... Where we talk about our faith when Sundays are over. over. Yes. Yes, I yes. had it. Hopefully right our listeners right now are like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're still doing this. Uh, how you guys feeling today? Dude, it's Easter week, man. Easter week? Yeah, I'm ready to go. So usually Easter for, for church people is like, oh man, there's a lot of things that we're cramming into this week because we want to be ready. But you're You're feeling good? I feel good, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Why are you laughing at him? Because he says he feels good, but I don't know if his face says he feels good. No, oh, I mean Easter week's stressful. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm yeah. I'm anticipating it's going to be awesome. I think God's going to show up big. It's going to be a good day. Okay, after Easter, Easter dinner. What are you guys doing? What are you doing, Amanda? After Easter dinner? No, no, no. Sorry, after services <laughs> and after everyone does their Easter celebration thing with church. Yeah. So this is a after funny that. thing. I we usually have all our family over. Obviously, mm-hmm. all of our kids go to church, eat dinner at home. But I thought I sent everyone a text. All the kids that you don't go home anymore. Them? And no one was answering. And I was like, guys, what is happening? And they're like, mom, we didn't get a text. <laughs> so I didn't actually invite anyone, anyone to Easter dinner. They're like, why won't mom, want us, why yeah. doesn't she want us to come over? So right now I don't even know if we're having Easter oh, dinner. Oh, no. Did they already make plans? I think they're just like, what are we doing? Oh, okay. We have no plan currently. Okay. It's bad. Do you have like a go-to thing that you cook just for Easter? Tra- just traditional like ham, potatoes, all the like family so recipes, good. you know. Okay, Sean, is there yeah. something that you cook? That I cook? Yeah, that you personally <laughs> cook. Dude, I, I know you'll eat it. I preach on Easter and I come home and eat a lot of food. Okay. And hang out. Is so. there like a thing? Is there a Moyers thing? Uh, same thing. Just ham and, and uh, man, our, our family does well with like the appetizers and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff before while we're waiting to eat and then all the stuff during it's good mm-hmm. yeah. so what we're, about you we're hanging out with amanda's uh brother's family mm-hmm. so my in-laws uh amy and brandon and they do food right and so what are they doing so he yeah he's roasting a ham no one in my family likes ham <laughs> except me and so I like hanging out with the Smiths when they're doing <laughs> doing a ham. But it's like all the, you know, we're doing the potato. It's all the starches all the and all the stuff that, yeah. that's good. But I'm considering making homemade, like from scratch rolls. Oh, Ooh, have you yeah. ever done that before? Oh, yeah. No. I've made pizza. <laughs> I've made homemade pizza dough. You should practice before I Sunday. Know. I don't know. Hey, Nick's a good cook, man. I know He's a he good is. barbecuer. He's, he's all Thanks, that man. stuff. He is yeah. a good you, cook. Do you mean a smoker? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I wasn't. <laughs> Technical. That's a very that, yes. saying barbecue. It's a very like a West Coast uh, term. Just throw out there like barbecue. Yeah, but on the East Coast and the South, barbecue means something different. And it means smoking meats. You want to be a good smoker. I want to be good at all of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. We digress. makes a good smoker. We awesome. digress. I said that on a Sunday one time. I was like, "Hey, who here has a smoker at your house?" 
<laughs> around here that <laughs> and people like raise it's like yeah my my husband smokes <laughs> i thought i was talking about like cigarettes was and stuff that your communion setup it was a communion set and i completely missed it i think you probably amanda were probably like hey that was kind of unclear what you were talking about i would never do that anyway speaking of sunday it's time to do sermon in 30 seconds are you ready amanda um, yeah. This is where you summarize Sunday's message in 30 seconds, whenever you're ready. All right. So we were in our last week of our RSVP invitation series. Yeah. We were, Sean was teaching out of John 1, talking about Philip Nathaniel, Ooh. inviting him okay. to come and see. Okay. And just basically saying, hey, sometimes things are so big, so indescribable, you have to invite people to come and see for themselves. Mm -hmm. And if Jesus is good as he said, we say he is, we should invite somebody to come and see. Wow. <laughs> Dang. That was your best one yet. And but I, ha I have a little more. It's probably, it's probably <laughs> the seconds. quality of the sermon made the description. Oh, oh that's probably what it nah, was. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> good job. I had more. You had more? Yeah. It's 30 seconds. I know. I only I'm get sorry. 30 seconds. It's Sean, real short. What, what's your vote? Did she get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Good job, Amanda. Excellent job. That was really yeah. good. Okay. But Sean, what would you, if there was like a, hey, this is the main takeaway. If, if people stopped listening to the podcast after you say the next thing, what's, what's the big takeaway from this week? I think two takeaways. Can I do two real quick? Sure. sure. <laughs> Pastors always ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> um, just don't make it harder than it is. Okay. It's as simple, just like Amanda said, this simple is invite people to come and see. The best thing about inviting people to come and see is it's not, I don't think it's dependent on you. It's dependent on Jesus. Mm. And so that hit me hard with the passage is Philip's not even mentioned after verse 46. Mm. He introduces Nathaniel to Jesus, and then it's like he's out of the picture, and Jesus takes over. And I think we just don't, we we just have this thing, it's like, man, it's so hard, and it all depends on me, and what if I don't have the Gotta right get answers? All the, yeah, exactly. All that, and I think there's this, we just, we don't even think about the spiritual element that is involved in that, that um, the Holy Spirit is working in those conversations and moments, so just let him do his thing. Totally. Get out of the way. You that said, what, sorry, go ahead. That's what I was going to add. I think just the whole, you don't have to know the whole, like, Roman road, every single scripture to mm -hmm. share your faith. It's like, Share your story, share the truth of who Jesus is and what he's doing in your life. Yeah. I think you're it, good. So, okay, we've referenced the Romans Road a couple times, and that's, that's a series of, of passages that it just kind of, it paints that picture of, okay, all have sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, right? And then you go all the way through. This is how yeah. scripture says that you put, place your faith in Jesus and you go to heaven. I have shared that with people before, and it is fallen incredibly flat because I had zero relationship, mm -hmm. zero context. I'm just, it's like, I'm not saying you can't share that and be effective, but I would also say it is not this like guaranteed thing. That's like this magical spell that you say all the right knowledge and it's like, Oh, someone's like, I believe <laughs> it's not the way it works. In fact, when I would share the, these scriptures with people, they're just kind of like, okay, Okay. okay. And it's just like flat. It's like, this is, I don't know. I think angels are supposed to sing and trumpets <laughs> supposed to sound like what's supposed to happen right now. Yeah. We've referenced that. Like you don't have to have all this knowledge, but it's like sometimes even having that knowledge can be almost this false sense of, no, I'm ready. I got it. When it's like, no, no, no I think you need to be 
living it out a little bit differently than just like, here are four scriptures. If you read them, you're in. That's right. not the way it is. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I think there's a lot of times we think that, you just think of, of those scriptures, Romans Road, the very, very linear, just yeah. kind of, here's the logical way that you just, all the information. And I think what people really respond to is more, they respond to love. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so there's there's something much deeper when we are loving people in the moments where they need it. Yeah. Loving people just through relationship and friendship, and that's what they respond to. Yeah. And all that stuff, they'll end up learning later. Well, you you were saying that on Sunday, and Matt was even saying that a few weeks back when Jesus first appeared, not first appeared to these disciples, but when he first said, hey, follow me. And they, they did. They dropped everything and followed it. Why did they follow him? Well, they had seen things in him that they were very, very drawn to. Yeah. Very intrigued. Otherwise, they wouldn't follow him. And then the same thing with what you're sharing. This isn't Jesus. This is one of his you know disciples saying, hey, you should just come and see. If there was nothing that was drawing Nathaniel towards Philip, mm-hmm. right? To get the names right? Yes. Mm-hmm. If there was nothing drawing him towards Philip, then it, it'd be like, no thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to come and see. I've seen enough. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Somebody grabbed me after um, service, and they said, hey, have you seen the, the episode of The Chosen? Mm-hmm. So, you know, TV show, uh, it's on YouTube, reenactment of, of just – you know, Jesus' life and different things. But they said that that scene is so interesting, and I haven't seen it. It's, I thought about it while you oh, were really? um, teaching on Sunday. If you haven't seen it, I don't know. If you haven't watched The Chosen, for anybody who's listening, have you watched it? I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen any of it? I have not seen much of it, no. <laughs> you guys should and watch it. And you call yourself a <laughs> pastor. No. No, it just it gives a visual a lot of visual to scripture and to kind of what you're talking about and to some of those scenes. But, but he was saying, he was saying that in the, in, in that episode, Nathaniel is a, an architect and he's working for the Roman government and his plans fall through and they don't use his plans or something happens. And he's sitting on the, under the fig tree and he's like burning his plans mm. and he's like, it's for nothing. And Jesus says, I saw you under the fig, fig tree uh, before oh, wow. Philip even brought to me, and he's like, "You saw me and my stuff," and so it was more. It wasn't a response to scripture or prophecy or what. It was a response to, "You I saw me you. where I was," mm-hmm. and I think that's what people respond to. And so, yes, I would check that episode out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because it brings a lot of personality yeah. to just uh-huh. yeah. All right, so Shauna, I'm curious: is there uh, is there something that you wanted to say on Sunday but you just couldn't get to? Yes, I, I think if I, if we had another week to go, I would I would want to talk about um, just our life, uh, the reflection that we're putting out there to people. Mm. Um, you know, Peter talks about and he he talks about the idea of just living such good lives among the pagans that they see our good deeds and they glorify um, our Father in heaven. I had an interesting story, and I think I can share this story. Um, uh, because this person wouldn't be listening. So, um, <laughs> but so we sold our house, right? And, uh, people that moved into our house are very different as far as, as faith. So when it comes to faith, a uh, far Eastern religion, um, I, I went over to pick up some mail and, and the guy who, the guy who bought our house, super nice and, and kind, but they redid our entire house. And, you know, I had done, we had done a lot of work where, mm-hmm. you know, I've talked about it being a fixer up or we did a lot of cosmetic work on it. 
And uh, he came in, and he's a builder, and so he did all kinds of stuff. Walkout basement, all kinds of oh, fun wow. things. Really that was quick. Neat. But I walked in the house, and and he wanted. She was really proud. He wanted to show me, and, and he's like, "Take take videos for your wife and whatever." <laughs> so I'm like, "Great!" So I just hit the video. I'm walking through, and I get in the house, and I'm like, "Wow, this is great. Good, great job." But it was so different, and there were uh, relics from their religion everywhere, and there's these big throne type seats everywhere and then they had built a prayer room and and all of this and so it was it was just very interesting yeah. to me and he was talking about his religion and other things and then he said to me he said hey one one of my neighbors seems to be very angry that I'm here and I said oh, I, I said really and so we begin to have this conversation and it's a neighbor that is down the street that um, I knew very well that is a very strong Christian in their beliefs, mm. but has called, um, has ba- yeah, they has not been a great example of what we believe to this person. Mm. And he says, is there anything I need to know about mm-hmm. this person? I actually just went ahead and approached the conversation and just said, yes. Um, and we just acknowledged right there that we have different beliefs. He knows I'm a pastor and I and said, honestly, that person and me, we come from the same Christian background, but he probably views his faith much differently than you do and I do. And we just approached it. Interesting. He was, it was, he was very angry that, I mean, this person has the, in my, my old front yard, there are now prayer flags that stretch across Mm. from the house to a big tree out in the front yard. And, but I just went ahead and approached it and I said, you know what? That's not the visual of faith and of the Jesus we believe in that you see in scripture or that you see from, from Jesus and from God. And he acknowledged, he said, I know, I don't think God is this way either. And he gave Mm. me some of the stories and it was not good. Mm. And, uh, but I was able to say to him, Hey, here's who Jesus is. And here's what, what we believe. And we obviously have some different beliefs. Wait, let me clarify. Were you saying some of the behaviors that this guy had experienced? You're saying that's not really consistent with scripture. Yes. And he was, Oh, I thought you were saying the prayer flags. We're not consistent with Scripture. I thought you were like oh. confronting him. No, <laughs> and Maybe the guy we was go like, back. <laughs> no, the way my other neighbor was treating this guy, gotcha, is not a reflection of our faith. Yeah, you were explaining to him. This is. I was saying the way, this is yeah. not. No, this is not how Jesus and and this is not God. This is not a picture, a whole picture of Christianity, and because you have a different religion and you believe a different way in God. Um, this person is probably treating you that way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry for that. That's not the way we are. And and we did, we both acknowledged as we stood there that we do believe very differently about God. Mm-hmm. But I do think that even in what he believes, he believes that we should be loving. And I believe that Jesus came here to show us love. And so I was able just to approach all of that and chat through it. But I, but what I saw was, was this guy looked at Christianity and faith and said, wow, if that, if that's what they are, yeah. wow, I do not want that at all. Absolutely. And I, I think it's so natural for us to say, okay, there's people over there that believe different than me. And one thing I can do is to take a stand against that. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think it's a natural thing for, for us to maybe think and want to do, but you were able to get a firsthand account from this person realizing that is completely ineffective to share Jesus's love, to share Jesus's faith. He's not interested to hear any more 
about that person's beliefs. Exactly. No, I'm sure he's thinking, I'm just going to keep my thing. Yes. Yes. Why would I want? Why would I want that? Right now, it's been interesting. We've texted back and forth, and and he's you know he's been very gracious. Mail shows up over there, and I go get mail, and we've had conversations. Been good, and I think he he has been able to see a different thing. Now yeah. that's an extreme story, right? That's a very mm-hmm. extreme story, but I think sometimes we forget um, in more minor things that people are watching. And it doesn't mean that they're watching just because I'm a pastor. They're watching people because they know they're Christians. And, um, man, I see it at sporting events. I see it in just friendships and relationships. People are watching, and they are formulating their view on whether or not this thing is real. It Mm -hmm. is good. It's worthwhile by how we live and how we act and how we talk. Yeah. And people already have a very big view that, I mean, we hear it over and over. Christians are hypocrites. And so I think you give them... Yep. ammo when we act like it yeah your business um your business uh yes you're running your business to make money and do well but if people watch you and they see wow there's lack of integrity there there's yeah. laugh, lack of honesty there there's lack of treating employees well there there's man they equate that and that person is at church every sunday that person's talking about their faith all the time man we ought we ought to be living out you know eating our own cooking Mm-hmm. So I had a buddy one time who was remodeling his basement and uh, he was telling me about, I, I found this, this, this worker that'll come in and remodel. And uh, he was asking him like, Hey, make sure you don't tell the city about this. Um, like, don't pull this permit. Don't do that. And, and he was like, it's so awesome. I'm saving so much money. And I totally get that, that perspective. That's like, I want to save money. It's too expensive. These rules aren't necessary, but it was like, Oh my goodness. Like he knows, he knows that you work at a church. Yeah, and because it's come up in conversation, but you're also asking him to break the rules mm-hmm. for you. That's exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And I, I think what I'm not saying is that we have to walk around trying to be perfect all the time. Yeah, I think what I appreciate about people is when I see people who, who do live and strive to reflect Jesus in everything they do, but they're really honest about their faults too. And we yeah. mess up and stuff comes out of our mouth or things happen or whatever. But I love it when people um, just just live an authentic life and they admit their faults. They talk about their, you know, they share their family struggles and all that because I think people resonate with that. And then also try to live another standard too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he- here's something I, uh, that I want to ask you guys and, and talk about, and I don't know if this will go anywhere, but I think it's it's – especially today in today's society, we are all very, very conscious. We don't want to offend. We don't want to overstep our bounds. We don't, I mean, that's just, that's the, the, the temperature of the world that we live in. And I think when it comes to sharing our faith or um, even more so inviting someone to church or you should come to my church, we resist because we don't want to, to come across that. Like we know more than you, that, that my way is better than your way. And we're afraid of, being arrogant. We're fa- afraid of saying, I'm smarter than you. It's, I don't know that we'd ever put it in those words, but I think it's a hindrance. So I'll let you do your thing and I'll do my thing. And almost like this, we'll see how it kind of shakes out. You know, I don't know that we're that forward thinking, but can we, can we talk about that for a little bit as far as uh, maybe overcoming some of those, like, I don't want to overstep my bounds. Well, I think outside of relationship, if you don't take time to invest and don't earn some pri- probably credibility, 
it does come across that way. Even in the example mm. Sean's giving of that's basically somebody saying my way is better than your way. I'm better than you. Yeah. And that's just out of our own assumption without even getting to know anyone or mm-hmm. taking time. It takes time and relationship building and at least a conversation. Yeah. Um, or it does come across probably pretty ego mm-hmm. minded. Yeah, I agree. I, I think sometimes just say, though, it. just I say, it. I see it on your face. I think sometimes though, it's just a cop out cause we're, we're chicken and out. Mm. We just are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think if you have the you have the right heart, like Amanda saying, you're doing out a relationship. You have to think about the stakes that are you know what's yeah. at stake too. I mean, really, I even talked about it Sunday. Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Mm-hmm. And the reality is, man, in our world right now, people do not know, and they don't know what's at stake. They don't know um, what can bring peace to their problems. They don't know yeah. what brings peace to their to the big question of, of eternal life and what happens after this life, they don't. And there's a reason that when we do funerals around this place, that conversation opens up big time. Yeah. Because that's when you're staring uh, things in the face of, of what the stakes really are. And I think a lot of times we just, we're more afraid about us and the reaction and how people are going to view us than we are if we're stepping on their toes. Mm. I was going to say that too. I think our lack of confidence actually puts forward some torch, some kind of like ego air about it, that it's just be confident and joyful. And like Mm. that whole, it's so good. I want you to come and see Yeah. instead of I'm trying to get you to come for some other agenda or whatever. No, we should be saying, this is what you did in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I want you to see because you should know, but we don't approach it that way. Not confidently. We worry about ourselves. And, and that, that makes them. me think, and I, I, I say this, what I'm about to say, with more compassion than it may seem. But what if I realize maybe what I have is not good enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the reality is I don't have the hope. Hmm. You mean as you sharing? As yeah, because we're sitting there saying, if, if people look at our lives and they don't see something good that they want to know more of, Maybe I don't have, I'm not saying we're, I'm not, you know, someone is saved or not saved. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about that, but maybe it's like, I am not living in what God wants for me the best. So I don't have, uh, that sense of hope. I'm not living my life with a sense of joy. I'm not living, mm-hmm. uh, my life with a sense of peace in my problems. If I interact with my neighbor and I always seem grumpy, I always seem aggravated. I always seem stressed out. Always. It's like, where's the fruit of the spirit in our lives? And I think maybe sometimes we, we need to do a hard look and be like, yeah. is the Holy Spirit, is God doing work in my life? Do I actually have something that someone might want? I think that's a great point. You are not going to share your faith if you're not um, investing in your faith. Yeah. You're not going to. And, uh, and, and that's okay, man. If somebody's listening right now and they're like, dude, I'm right where Nick's saying. Yeah. Hey, this might be, this is your moment right now where God's trying to speak to you and say, there's it, more. It, it, yeah. Dig deeper. Come, come closer to me. Yes. And we're all yeah. going to have days and times and seasons mm-hmm. of that <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I have days where I'm like, oh, I should just stay in the house. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't, be <laughs> the, it shouldn't be the norm. Sure. You shouldn't be living that. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be day after day. Or I think we do have to do a little self-examination. Yeah, totally. But I do, I do think that the pe- people who are 
leaning into their faith, no matter what their circumstances are, no matter where their, their heart is, their emotions are and all that. Yeah. That confident sense of man, God is with me and he's for me. Then you're, you're even going to be able to use those moments to say, yeah, this is really hard right now, but you know, probably guys are going to put five people in your path that it's really hard for them right now. Yeah. Um, or you're using your story when it was really hard for you finding that common ground and saying, man, I've been there and here's the deal. So I, I think, yeah, number one, we've got to be investing in our faith and mm-hmm. investing in our relationship with God. You just naturally want to share it. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I'm hearing from you guys, too, is like, what is the motivation behind sharing our faith? And what I'm hearing is this sense of compassion, this sense of focus on people. Do I want something better for them? Or am I too focused on myself? Mm-hmm. On Sunday, you were talking about uh, Luke 15 and, and the parables that Jesus told. He told three. And it was about three lost things. And we've talked about this at Rocky a bunch of times, but it's where we get uh, this, this um, thing that we're championing right now. And that's we want to be a church that's for the one. But he talks about the lost sheep, talks about the lost son, talks about the lost coin. You mentioned, uh, you know, that sheep, he needed to be found or she needed to be found because are sheep all males or females? <laughs> I could see. <laughs> you could see, see the, the wheels turning. eyes in that moment. Wait, is it a he? Is it a she? I didn't know if it was like a cow bull no, thing. there are ewes. <laughs> ewes? They're all sheep. Yes, I'm so sorry. I can't be serious right now. No, this uh, we need to know. I'll get back to the serious thing. Ewes are female. Yep, of course. Sheep. <laughs> I have no what are males? Ideas. Why you did to... you say? Well, like, everyone knows I think that. It's like rams, right? Rams and ewes. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> okay. I do know ewes, but uh, I don't know the other. Dude, we totally lost him. Okay, oh let me my get back gosh. to the Bible. Let, let me go. Let me go. Let me go back to the Bible. Yeah, you were talking about these ewes or rams <laughs> <laughs> are in danger if they're not in the flock. They're in danger. So the, the the shepherd is going out to to protect that sheep, bring it back. But the, the, the parable of the lost coin is it's a lost coin, right? So as long as that coin is lost, what value does it have? Uh, of course, it's still valuable, but it, at the very least, it has no purpose. Like It can't be spent. It can't be whatever. A lost coin has no purpose. And the lost son, it, he was, uh, he'd run out of money. He, he had no future, right? No more inheritance, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think part of the the the, the message of those parables are saying when, when things are not where they should be, when they are lost, uh, we should be motivated by this sense of compassion that, hey, what Jesus has to offer really, truly can help you. It can give you a, f- a future. It can give you purpose. It can give you protection from life. And uh, I, I don't know that that's always our motivation behind sharing our faith. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we just need to do some soul searching and, and recognize that my motivation should not be so I can bring someone to church so I can go to Pastor Sean and say, hey, I brought someone. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It's, it's just what I ought to do, and I feel shameful if I don't. But our motivation should be stirred up from that, that like-mindedness with Jesus, that there are lost things that should be found. There are things yeah. that are not in the right place. I mean, Psalm 139, I was just going through my mind as you were, you were saying it. You created me in my inmost being. Mm. Like God created this person. He created them with purpose, and he created them with potential. Mm. And and he just clearly said <laughs> to his disciples, man, go tell everybody. Just go. Mm-hmm. And they, after seeing the resurrection, were like, oh, yeah. like, And, and then seeing the change in their lives. And what, yeah. 
they, there was nothing else on their radar. And you just watch them too, and they love people along the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, Paul, you look at him, and he, he, deal, he built deep, lasting relationships with people. This was a relational thing. I mean, he shares with um, a grandmother and a mother, and then invest in their teenage son, and that teenage son, Timothy, becomes his, you know, apprentice-type guy, and he ends up becoming, I mean, he just, he invested in lives and built relationships. This wasn't, you know, you don't see Paul run around and everything is a, hey, let me just tell you about Jesus real quick, and I'm out of here. I mean, he stayed in mm-hmm. places for months, mm-hmm. sometimes years, and built relationships, and and I think that's what we're saying is, is man, God has placed you next to people on purpose, and and you you need to invest and and I'm we're not just saying run around and just tell everybody come and see come and see yeah. we're telling them that's a whole deal of build relationships with people get to know people and then introduce them to one that can change their life. Mm. I think too if you if you have something that could change people's life forever and you didn't take advantage of telling them, I always think about the other side. What if somebody's on the other side thinking you didn't tell me? Like you knew and you didn't tell me. Um, like let them choose. But if you know and we don't tell them, I think we lose an opportunity and there's a responsibility in that. I would hate to get to the end of someone's life and them say that to me. Like yeah. you knew and you didn't tell me. Mm. Um, and it could have changed their life. Yeah, for sure. And it's worth the risk. It's worth a little bit of I might be uncomfortable in the moment. I don't know where it's going to go. We're afraid of failure in that moment. Like it's dependent on us. Um, you know, like if I tell you and you don't choose that, like we failed. And I don't think that's what God's saying. He's saying tell, and and I got it from here. Your job is to tell. Let me do the work. Mm. And yeah, I think we forget that part. Yeah. So we're, we're wrapping up this series RSVP leading up to Easter because of course Easter is such the Easter services are such a great opportunity to invite people because it's just on everyone's radar pretty much that East most people know what Easter is even if they're not going to go to church so it's just a great opportunity uh, so we obviously we want to share our faith and, and share Jesus all the time not just leading up to Easter but I think there's probably some people that are like by the time they're listening to this maybe it's Friday it's Saturday it's too late <laughs> I can't invite people to Easter tomorrow but you were kind of sharing or earlier about going and getting caught was it coffee I was grabbing coffee, going through the Starbucks drive-thru. Okay. I ordered my coffee. The same kid works at the drive-thru almost every time. But this day he said, hey, um, what are you doing today? He's super joyful. I was like, I'm going to work. Um, he's like, where do you work? And I said, the church. And he's like, nothing wrong with God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're right, dude. Have a great day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. just paying attention to those moments because I think sometimes we, like you said, we overcomplicate, overthink. Yeah. Um, but there are those interactions you, you said on Sunday, Sean, you were talking about just like being prayerful about those, those opportunities that just pop up. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It was funny this, you know, I'm preaching on that this weekend, probably in, in just the weekend, there was like five opportunities mm. to just, and, and it was always like, you got to evaluate what's the outcome of this opportunity. What's the, what is the opportunity actually? Is this to invite them to come to church? Is this invite them to come to Easter? Is this just to invest and just get to know a person. Mm-hmm. So there might be an opportunity later. Is it just a time to say, hey, man, that's hard. Can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And I had like five opportunities. It was great. And I don't know if it was just more because I was uh, like cognizant of what I was preaching about this weekend. I got, I, I leaned into all five and just had a good time. And it was fun. And one of those was a, dude, come to Easter with me. It'd be great. 
and uh, the others were were different opportunities in that. But but well, hey, maybe maybe think of it this way: is a lot of times, you know, it may sound like we're getting on people for for not thinking about it. Maybe that is just the thing that sometimes we're just so busy. Yeah. Oh, we for forget, sure. We forget the priority of this, and it's kind of like you know, I said it a few weeks ago in the podcast. My boys, you know, starting to notice cars. Love Toyota Tacomas. They see every freaking Toyota Tacoma everywhere. And they're like, Dad, look <laughs> at that color. Look at that stuff. Look at yeah. the accessories that guy's on. And just all that stuff. Dad, would you buy a Tacoma sometime so we could drive? And no. Um, <laughs> but anyways, but I think when you start thinking about this, that this is a priority, you start looking at opportunities differently. Yeah. It creates great conversations. Matt had one with a, just a neighbor that was just super fun. And he, even if he heard this, he wouldn't care because he's a believer. And we're just getting to know each other. So we don't know that. But he's like, what do you, where do you work, and what do you do? And, oh, here's where I work. And, oh, man, I just started going to this other church over here. And it's like, great. Well, like, that's the it. wrong church. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. And, and it was just fun. Actually, it was the church I used to work at. Oh, cool. And at LifeBridge. And so it was just kind of fun to be able to even be like, hey, I know your pastor. And, dude, he's great, dude. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so excited you're going there. And I think he was thinking, like, what you were saying, like, Gonna try to oh, yeah. get me to come. To- yeah, <laughs> it's like no. It's just fun. Just a fun conversation. So, I think if we're more cognizant of things, we just see them. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Amanda. Sometimes it's just make a fun comment, and you just never know. Again, yeah. it doesn't depend on you. You never know what that little comment. Never know what God uses in that to maybe make somebody think, man, I should. She didn't even say Easter, but I should go to Easter services. Mm-hmm. I wonder where she works. Well, we went on vacation <laughs> last week, so we were in California with some friends. And they were like, what's your favorite thing to do on vacation? We hadn't traveled with him before. And this really is my favorite thing. And I'm not going to invite them to church. We're in California. They're not coming to Colorado to Uh Easter. But my favorite thing to do is just talk to people, as many random people and opportunities as I can um, to just meet people. So we're walking down the street and these people have coffee. We're looking for a coffee shop. I definitely am like, hey, where'd you get that coffee? Um, which just opened an opportunity. We saw them later on in the day. They're like, did you like, did you get coffee? And it's like, that's not going to get an an invitation to church, but it is just building some sort of relationship with people Mm -hmm. of, I'm never going to see them again. But what did that moment do? I have no idea. Not my job to know. It is my job to just actually look up and see the people around you and have conversation. So we talked to some kombucha guy who'd been to Colorado Served at Tim Tebow Shine events. I got to the conversation in that, which was a cool conversation. So you just never know if you'll actually stop and have a conversation with people. Did you know, you know, it's funny you say that. It reminds me, my grandpa used to, we would go like, we're traveling cross country somewhere. He would be in a little gas station in some little town in Kansas or wherever. And he'd find some, he'd just start talking to people and there would be some common ground connection. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're like, dude, can we just leave? Like, we got to drive <laughs> some more. But it's, uh, it is it is easy if you have an outward personality. It is easy just to find common ground and just to watch for those opportunities um, just to talk. Now, interesting enough, if you think about that, what about the person who's listening that says, I don't have that don't personality? Have right, personality. right. Yeah. You're more extroverted than I thought you were, Amanda. For real? Yeah, I mean, I know you're a really nice person, but... <laughs> Your favorite thing to do on vacation is to I talk to as it. many people as possible. Love it. That's like the, the opposite of, of what I, if I go on vacation. It's like I am. We met these people <laughs> from New Zealand. It's just like how many people can you meet and bump into their That's stories? Fun. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Okay. So what you, Sean, though, you were saying, what about those introverts? Well, what there? would you guys say to 
people that are like, man, I'm introverted. I don't. Uh, you can still look up and say good yes. morning, hi, when you're crossing people. Just like for us, it was walking on the beach. Just little things. You don't have to have a full-fledged conversation like mm-hmm. me or your dad who finds some common ground and you're yeah. there for an hour. And, and introverts are not it's a tip- gesture. Yeah, it's not typically like I don't want to talk to anyone ever. It's just like I don't want to have a lot of meaningless right. conversation with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And a lot of times more introverted people would say, I'd rather have more uh, meaningful conversation with less people. So I think it's, we're partnering with God here. It's like we are, we are partnering with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is going to move, especially if our eyes are open to it. So it's like, God, direct me today to that one conversation, that and one I think, interaction. I, th- I think you hit it on the head right there. Like a person who is more introverted that goes deeper in relationships with, with they go deeper, but they go with fewer I, I think they, you might look at a person um, like that and they might have more impact on a person's life because they're going to have a deeper conversation, a more in-depth, more. But another person who's more extrovert is going to give a whole lot more invitations. Mm-hmm. But God is working through both. Mm-hmm. So if you're not running around saying, come and see all the time, yeah, maybe it's a difference of a personality. But you also, there are a lot of people that still avoid using the gifts God's given them and the opportunities that God's given them. I think we just got to be open and available. Right. Absolutely. So any last things, thoughts going into uh, Easter Sunday? We're excited about Easter Sunday. I'm super excited yeah, about Easter too. Sunday. I think uh, you guys have some fun things planned this, from worship. Yes, this is a Sunday. It's going to be great. Where you want to arrive a little early, yes. make sure your kids are checked in. Totally. And you're in that room when the service starts because we have some special stuff happening right at the top of the service. Yeah, we have some fun kids stuff that's going to happen. Um, students, yeah. Can we talk about that in, in specifics, like with kids? Because um, we we have specific things for the. You mentioned an Easter egg hunt uh, on Sunday. That's is that's actually like during the service. Is that right? Yeah. So typically on on Easter Sunday, a lot of times um, kids just go to service. It's like yeah. it's easier. Just take them to service, leave. But they're doing an Easter egg hunt, a special craft. They have a some bouncy obstacle course thing going on, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff um, going on. There's so stuff going on for, for middle school and high school students, students as well. Students are tie dyeing. I don't know what all they're doing. Yeah, crazy stuff. But it's good. It's gonna be so it so much be, fun. So if there are people thinking like, yes, I have someone to invite, but they they're not gonna want to bring their their family. It's gonna be a great day it for is people's be families, a great day. everyone's families. Yeah, yeah, and I would say too, just man. It may be hard on some of the just like personal invitations. You're like somebody's listening to this. It's, it's never too late to share on social social media to yeah. invite people, and uh, the invitation doesn't even have to be in person, man. It's online. Mm-hmm. People can check it out online and do that. So mm-hmm. um, invite. You know what the best thing about inviting people to church on Sunday, Easter Sunday, is too. What Amanda? Nick, you just have to invite them to fun, and Sean's going to do the work. Sean's going to tell them about Jesus. It's all go. on Sean's shoulders. So all Ooh. you got to do is invite and them. And Matt's shoulders. Yeah. He's sharing. Hey, we so did. We did. We were talking through yesterday, and, and we were excited about it. So it's absolutely it's great. They got, you guys fun. have some great stuff planned. We're excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so any other thoughts about sheep? <laughs> <laughs> or Listen, we've talked about sheep twice now. Uh, At least twice. that I've been on. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we so... were talking about lanolin. <laughs> If you don't know what lanolin is, go back and listen to the previous episodes. I think that was in reference to your shoes last time. Yeah. yeah. You know what's uh-huh. funny? I have more people that'll be like, are those the shoes? <laughs> <laughs> are those the shoes that the Amanda podcast. hates? I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I like these shoes, but uh, no, I have on no On Sunday, more someone was like, comments. I know you have a small hot tub. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, then you say when you're listening to the podcast. It's good. Then I say when? When. We're winning. They're listening yes, to the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a win. When, when, when are we listening to the podcast? When? When? Oh, when? Hey, when? when Sunday's over, Sean. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for the conversation. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Nick. Good see you guys rock. Later. We'll see you on Sunday. See you there. Well, thanks again for joining us on Rocky Unscripted. If you'd like to find out more about our church, you can go to rocky.church slash this week. And no matter when you're listening, it'll always be up to date. We love to connect with you and love to serve you as much as we can. Please share the podcast. Rate us. Review us. That helps us be seen by more and more people. Love you guys. and We'll catch you next time.